everybody, welcome back to the Sunny Day Review. I'm Brian. I'm Jillian. Jillian, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing good. We got a jam-packed show. Yes. Hopefully that's not too loud for people, but... Uh, <laughs> Yes, we got a three-episode show. Haven't done one of these in a little while. Yeah. So, so we're gonna try to you know keep it keep it moving. Try to not monopolize your time. We know you have tons of podcasts you want to listen to, and we appreciate that we are one of them. So let's start off with Tough Love, season five, episode nineteen. Originally aired May first, two thousand and one. Written, uh, written by Rebecca Rand Kirshner and directed by David Grossman. We open up on Buffy returning to class to speak with a professor. She tells him that she has to drop out. Um, he's sorry to lose her, but obviously understanding of her reasoning, given everything that's happened. Um, she tells him how much she enjoyed his poetry class, and they leave on good terms. Elsewhere, Ben is fired from the hospital. Uh, he's missed work for two weeks. <laughs> so that's bad. Yeah. Really bad. Um the doctor tells him that he needs to take responsibilities, um, and it's just a tough scene to watch for Ben, who just wants to help people, mm-hmm. but in this position. Probably worked really hard to be able to get there, and is mm-hmm. now, like, people think that he's, like, a slacker who just doesn't show up, and he's like, right. it's out of my control. <laughs> so Ben goes to clean out his locker and yells at Glory for ruining his life. She then takes over and says that she's hungry. Um, she takes a bubble bath with three of her minions uh, on the side, all blown. Fu- uh, oh my goodness! All blindfolded and providing her with chocolate, mimosas, and a loofah. <laughs> um, she says there's a lot of crummy things in this uh, universe, but bubble baths are not one of them. <laughs> so she's upset that they brought her spike instead of the key, and that she's gonna have to figure out who the key is on her own. Don and Buffy are in the principal office at Don's school. Turns out Don has been skipping school. She's like, when I asked you how it was going, you said well. She's like, yeah, but you didn't ask me if I was going when it was going well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So um, the principal asks Don to leave the room for a minute so she can talk to Buffy alone. At the magic box, Anya is embracing her American self. Especially the thing that the U.S. is founded on, capitalism. Um, she's also prejudiced against the French as they don't tip, especially old French people. <laughs> oh, man. So Buffy and Don arrive. Buffy tells everyone that she uh, is all dropped out and she needs to talk to Giles alone. Buffy wants Giles to help her in guiding Don to be like a parental figure and to help her put her foot down and discipline Don when that's necessary. Giles says it's really not like for him to do. This is for Buffy as Buffy's Don's only family left. And she resolves to be more disciplined with Don. She does this by breaking up the group who are goofing off over a math problem. Uh, they all laid on the floor to make a triangle and started making triangle and math puns. And it's just looking like too much fun. She had to break it up. But I'm like, you know, if, if there's a way to make, you know, boring subjects more engaging and to yeah. kind of teach, I like, I'm very much one of those people. It's like, if you can make something memorable, I'm more likely to like 
remember it. Mm. So if you can like connect like a funny a funny memory or a funny like way to remember something, mm. I'm more likely to remember it, especially right. when it comes to like formulas and stuff like that. So I I don't have a problem with them helping her this way, honestly. Yeah. Feels like she was trying to overstep a little bit. She's like she's like, okay, I've been too laxed. Now I need to be disciplined and and mm. decides that she needs to do that by doing a complete 180. Yeah. It's like going from one extreme to the other. Uh, she makes Don go home and says that her life is now Don's life. Um, Glory and her minions have seemingly figured out who the key is. Willow and Tara are talking about Buffy and her being strict. Tara's on Buffy's side as she had to look after her brother after her mom died. Willow is a little uncomfortable with her general life and experience, especially in regards to being out and magic. Tara has a lot more of that. Of both those. Um, Tara says that Willow's more powerful and like it's even scary how powerful she is, which Willow takes offense to. Um, and Tara admits that she's concerned Willow is going to outgrow her and that perhaps um, she's worried that Willow is just experimenting since this is her first um, lesbian relationship. Willow gets offended by that uh, and storms out telling her to have fun herself at the multicultural fair. <laughs> um, Don and Buffy are arguing um, about... They're arguing about whether or not Dawn has to do work, considering that she was created and, you know, she didn't ask for this or anything. Um, she's also worried about her place in reality, given that she didn't exist and then she did. Um, and she says, hey, the monks dropped grades one through eight into my mind. Maybe they'll drop grade nine in. It's a fun line. It's like all the monks are dead. Also, no. But it's like, it's it's weird because I remember her having this kind of mentality back when she first found out that she was the key in like blood ties. But then it just kind of went away for like five or six episodes. So I don't know if she like got over it and then like regressed back into this after her mom died or if it's this has been going on for the entire span that Joyce was sick. No, I think it definitely was Joyce passing away that kind of derailed her from her progress. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, let's see. This is all happening with the minions looking on from outside the window. Um, Buffy reveals that it uh, that they will take Dawn if she doesn't start attending school and get her grades up. Tara attends the multicultural fair alone. Willow is sitting alone in the magic box. We see a... So there's a fun line in the magic box. Or rather, we see a hand grab hold of Tara's. Tara smiles because it's like, oh, it's Willow. But it's glory. Uh -oh. Not good. Yeah. So Willow tells Giles with her fight with, about her fight with Tara. Giles is like, you guys don't fight very much, I take it. And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, well, that's over then. And she's like, what? No, it can't be over. We only had one fight. I'm like, no, no, I, the fight is over. You know, you can, <laughs> you'll learn that fighting is not the end of the world from this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Giles gives her that advice. 
While doing so, uh, he very nonchalantly opens the door that one of the minions is listening in and, like, knocks him down. Giles threatens to tie him up, and the minion begins talking immediately. <laughs> um, he reveals that, terror, that they think Terror is the key. Willow goes to the fair to look for Terror and tells Giles to get Buffy and Anya to check Terror's room. Glory tells Terror that no one here can help her, and if they tried, she would just kill them. Um, she squeezes Tara's hand and makes it bleed. She, yeah, that that scene. I remember when I was young watching that scene uh. and being like sick to my stomach from it. Yeah. I don't know why. I, maybe it is because it's like there's not a lot of blood and Tara is like such a sweet, nice character that like yeah. that happening to her was just extra like terrible. Also, like, how hard would you have to squeeze somebody's hand to get it to start bleeding? I know, like that, like dripping like that. Oh. And then she tastes it, and it's just like, okay, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. So she tastes uh, Tara's blood, like you said, and realizes that she isn't the key. She's nothing. She's just a worthless human, which, rude. So rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she says that if Tara tells her who the key is, she'll let her go. And if not, she's going to suck her brain and then describes what it's like for people when that happens and says it's like they're stuck in a dark room with like things they can't see in there and no way to get out back to like reality so pretty fucking horrible it sounds so Tara decides that she's not going to tell Glory Willow arrives but not in time to save Tara Glory disappears and Willow holds, holds Tara Obviously, she's like all the other victims of glory that we've seen now. Um, Tara is brought to the hospital and gets her hand put in a cast and needs to spend the night in the psych ward. Buffy arrives, having left Dawn with Spike. Um, Spike tries to comfort Dawn, but she's afraid of what's going to happen to her, to Tara, and to everyone else she cares about because of her being the key. She says that she might not be evil, but she doesn't think that she can be good. Spike responds with, well, I'm not good, and I'm okay. (laughs) Um, Willow is angry and decides she needs to take on Glory. Buffy tries to talk her down. She says that, uh, Willow says that she'll wait, but really, she goes to the magic box to stock up on supplies to take Glory on. She among them a book on dark magic, and she breaks the lock, and it, like, bursts open and all the pages start flipping on their own. Glory says that she's going to tear through all of Buffy's friends one by one until she figures out which one of them is the key. <laughs> it starts the whole like apartment place starts shaking and she's like, did any of you order an apocalypse? <laughs> and then Willow breaks in the door. She freezes Glory in her place and begins electrocuting her. It seems to actually hurt Glory because she's screaming from it um buffy is with dawn and spike and she says that she talked to willow and talked her down but spike isn't so sure he says that if he were in willow's place he'd take on glory if even if he know he'd lose you know especially for the right person and he's like obviously looking at buffy when he says that um glory has gotten the upper hand on willow um willow has a kind of fun scene where she like brings this bag that she was stocking earlier, and she's um, Glory's like, "What's that? A bag of tricks?" And she's like, <laughs> "Bag of knives," and like brings knives out and throws them at her. So good. Yeah, 
But Glory just bats them away. Cause she's a god. Um, so Buffy comes and saves the day right as Glory is about to, like, stab Willow with one of her knives. She's like, do you know what uh, they used to do to uh, witches? Crucify them. And then uh, Buffy comes, grabs Glory's hand and said, you know, they used to kneel down to gods, too. And then they get into a fight. Um, Glory says that she is very, like, tired from all the stuff Willow did. And that's why Buffy can actually, like, take her on one-on-one this time. Um, so Buffy gets Willow and they're able to escape because, um, Don does a spell that holds her at bay. So we cut to the next day where Willow, Don, and Buffy are taking care of Tara. She's in a very reduced mental state, just like all the other, um, brain-sucking victims. Willow is going to take care of Tara from now on. As they're talking, Glory breaks down the wall of the dorm they're in. And she's like, I told you this wasn't over to Willow. Tara begins to freak out. Don tries to comfort her. And Tara says that she's beautiful. She's a beautiful green light. And Glory realizes that Don is the key. And the episode ends. Front row. Yeah. What'd you give this episode? Um, I'll give this one a six. All right. I don't like seeing Tara get hurt. Um, the, the, I, I, you know what? No, I'll up that to a seven. Mm. I love seeing badass Willow. Yeah. Uh, I think the, what is that? A bag of tricks? Nope. A bag of knives. I love that line. Um, but it's like, again, this is one of those episodes that I don't rewatch for fun. (laughs) I I don't like seeing Tara get hurt. Um, that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, I gave this a seven as well. I said it's a good episode, very heartbreaking, and has a great cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine having to wait a week for that uh-huh. next episode. Uh. But we don't have to wait a week here. No. Nope. Because all the episodes are out. So we're moving on to Spiral. Season 5, episode 20. Originally aired May 8th, 2001. Directed by Stephen S. DeKnight. And directed by James A. Cotner. We begin where the last episode ended. Buffy and Dawn take off, and Willow slows Glory down with her spell again. But we find out that Glory also has the ability to run like the Flash. Like, straight up looks exactly like the Flash. Yep. Um, she catches up with Buffy and Dawn, and she stands in front of them and asks, Slayer, asks uh, Buffy if she has any last words. And Buffy says, just one truck. And she gets hit by an 18-wheeler <laughs> truck. <laughs> Such a good moment. Yeah. So senses her sends her flying and she crashes into a car and turns back into Ben. Um, the Scoobies are at Xander's place. Don tells them about how Buffy bested Glory, but Buffy admits it was just the truck that beat her. He's like, and then wham. And John's like, oh, see, I knew you would figure out a way to defeat Glory eventually. All that training we've been doing. And like, it wasn't me. It was a truck. I was like, you you hit her with a truck? (laughs) I just kind of waited, and the truck hit her. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, She realizes that they can't fight Glory. They're going to have to run, or they're just going to get picked off one by one. 
So elsewhere, Ben is talking to one of the minions. He tells her, which I think this is the first female minion that we've seen. Yeah, she kind of just showed up. Yeah, out of nowhere. Um, he tells her that he wants a normal life. He thinks that maybe if he can find the right combination of drugs, it could keep Glory at bay. He knows that if Glory gets the key, he's going to die. She says that the only way to keep her away is to kill the key. Or implies that, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, an RV pulls up to the Scoobies. Spike and Buffy are inside. Obviously, Giles isn't happy to see him, but Buffy's like, we need him. Like, there's literally no other option right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, in the RV, like... Spike is driving, and the windshield is almost completely covered in, like, um, aluminum foil, except for, yeah. like, one little strip where he can see out of. It's a very, like, Alex Jones <laughs> yeah. It's covered in tin foil. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the hospital, the two nights uh, break Orlando, the night who got brain-sucked in an earlier episode, out. Um, not so much break, they just sign him out. But, uh... <laughs> He tells a general of the knights uh, that the key is a little girl. They go. They know that Buffy is protecting the key, so they decide to go after Buffy. In the RV, things aren't going super great. Spike's annoying Xander, who's also getting car sick. Tara opens the blinds and burns Spike with the sun. Um, but Spike's actually like really forgiving about yeah, it. Yeah, like he's yeah. something about. Tell Tara she can play peekaboo with Mr. Sunlight all yeah. she wants or whatever. Yeah. Like, see, skin stops smoking. It's all fine. Um, Tara begins to say that the light's gone away and it's all dark. Um, we cut to the psych ward. All of the patients are saying it's dark and also saying it's coming soon. The minions say that the signs are aligning and victory is within their grasp. Buffy and Dawn have a conversation about how thankful Dawn is for Buffy and everything she's doing. Buffy tells her that she's being worn down because everything keeps coming. Glory, Riley, Tara, Mum, and it's all compounding in on her. Um, As Dawn says, at least things can't get any crazier. An arrow pierces the side of the RV and Buffy's like, you know that happened because you said that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The knights are attacking. One jumps uh, on the roof and begins stabbing the roof, almost hitting Buffy. But Spike catches the sword with his hands, which is pretty badass. Uh, Don't catch a like, sword with your bare hands. Uh, he's like holding on to it and he's like, that would be a good time to do something heroic. <laughs> so Buffy. <laughs> um, Buffy goes onto the top and fights the knight uh, and kicks him off. Another knight begins to break into the side window. Ani dispatches him with a frying pan. Uh, yeah buffy fights off several more killing one with an axe to the chest which is really badass Mm -hmm. she's like fighting a bunch disarms one the guy comes up and right when he does she throws it like (laughs) hell yeah that's what's up just when things appear uh over a spear goes through the windshield and hits giles in the gut buffy is thrown from the roof and the rv crashes We come back and they're able to find shelter in an abandoned gas station. Buffy thinks they have to keep moving, but Giles is in really terrible shape. Mm -hmm. And the knights are surrounding the gas station and they keep shooting flaming arrows into it, which is not good at all. Especially with Uh, a gas station. 
Yeah. Uh, Buffy and Spike uh, block the door with one of the vending machines. Some of the knights break in, including the general. Spike can't really help because of the chip. He, like, punches one and then immediately, like, falls to the ground. (laughs) Obviously, he wasn't thinking about that at all because he, like, full-on punched him. Yeah. Um... Willow puts on a puts up a magical wall around the gas station, and Buffy knocks the general out. Nice to begin to uh, work on taking it down with their sages. Buffy interrogates the general. He says that the key needs to be destroyed, even though it's human now. It basically, their whole mission is to destroy the key, no matter what. And just because they turned into humans, not going to stop them from trying to complete the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara begins to say that it's time, as do the patients in the mental ward, who knock out the working nurse and begin to leave. The knight does as well, but his brother-in-arms kills him, which, I mean, seems unnecessary, but all right. Um, Giles is getting worse, and Buffy asks if they can get a doctor to come treat him. Xander says that since this is a war, the knight should allow this if they're actually as honorable as they claim to be. Um, Buffy calls Ben, uh, so Willow, like, uses a spell to turn the phone and, like, power on, Uh and Spike's like, hmm, handier than a Swiss Army knife. You know, uh, at my crypt, I have a door that's squeaking, could you? (laughs) (laughs) I love Spike. So Ben comes and is kind of put off by all the, all the people. He's like, you you forgot to mention all the knights outside. (laughs) Um, he's being very nice and flirty, just as charming as usual, uh, though he's a bit concerned given that Don is there, as he's the only one who knows all of the information. Mm-hmm. Um, Spike is just very annoyed with Ben. Um, Xander helps Spike light a cigarette because his hands are still all messed up from earlier. Spike wants to make a break for it. He says if we do that, at least some of us might make it and be able to like protect Don. Buffy shoots that idea down. The general tells Buffy, uh, actually, there's a line here. I forgot to write it down, but um, Xander's like, what are we going to do when we go out? What are you going to do when we go out there? Have a migraine at them? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a fair question. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Buffy shoots that idea down. The general tells Buffy that the only way to stop Glory is to kill the mortal she lives in. But no one has been able to find out who that is. He tells them that the key will open all the gates between dimensions, merging everything and giving way to chaos. Pretty much, you know, end end of the world type stuff. Yeah. The general tells Ben that if he kills the key, the beast will fade. Um, They set it up like Ben's going to stick Dawn with a needle. He looks very dexterish, honestly, in this scene. (laughs) Um, but he's just going to treat Giles. After he injects Giles, he starts to feel glory coming on and tries to flee. Um, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll let you out, but it's too late. Glory emerges in front of all of them. Uh, he's like, hey, Geraldo's here to the general. And <laughs> she grabs a hubcap and throws it into his stomach. And it's like, huh, now he's not. <laughs> <laughs> So she takes Dawn and punches a hole in the magic wall and runs. Spike says that they have to go for the car. 
if they have any, you know, hope of catching glory and Buffy collapses defeated and the episode ends. Yeah. Heavy, heavy. What did you give this one? I'm going to go with a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it an eight. And I think the reason I did is because of that last scene where Buffy just completely just like, oh my God, I lost. There's nothing I can do. And I like really felt that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow. That's insane. Yeah. All right. Weight of the world, Jill. Your oh, turn goodness. on notes. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Weight of the World, Season 5, Episode 21. Originally aired May 15th, 2001. Uh, written by Douglas Petrie and directed by David Solomon. So... Right. Let's do this. Oh, goodness. Um, episode opens at Glory's apartment. Her minions are packing her stuff uh, while she monologues. Glory finally has the key and knows she should be happy that she got everything she wanted and will soon be able to cause all of the mayhem and destruction that she's been waiting 25 years to do. But for some reason, she doesn't feel happy. We see Dawn tied up, gagged, and crying in a chair. We catch up with the Scoobies where we left them at the abandoned house um, or abandoned gas station. Um, Spike. Hi. Sorry, I'm getting okay. some line attention here. Um, so let's see. Um, we see Buffy is still in like a comatose state that we left her in at the very end of the last episode. The gang argue about how to uh, snap Buffy out of her catatonic state. After yelling her name over and over and shaking her, Spike jumps in to start a rougher approach and punches her in the face, which also does nothing um, except hurt Spike. Uh, Xander and Spike get into a fight and Willow uses magic to separate them. She steps up as the new leader of the group, coming up with a plan, assigning tasks, and getting the gang moving forward. Good. Good stuff, Willow. Oh, yeah. I think it's so funny. Like, her her voice kind of drops really low. She starts talking very, very calmly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, Willow, you have come a long way, girl. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's either fall apart or try. Yeah. You know? Sorry, he is. Hold on, let me let me just rotate just a second here. He's literally staring at me. Sorry for anybody listening, uh, audio only. If you go and check out our uh, the the podcast on YouTube, you can see some uh, some cat love right now. Except that yeah. he's just walking all over all of my stuff at the moment. Come back here. <laughs> okay, that's enough. So Spike raises the question on what they should do if they come across Ben. Uh, Willow says that she doesn't think a doctor is what Buffy needs right now, to which Spike responds, well, yeah, especially one that happens to be Glory. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, This starts a really great, like, who's on first type exchange with Spike trying to make the team understand that Ben is Glory, them all understanding, and then almost immediately forgetting. Uh, It's clear that there's some sort of magic that makes humans forget, and surprisingly enough, I just realized on this run through, uh, to which I watched this episode yesterday, mm-hmm. um, that Ben and Glory is literally like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing, where it's right. like he's the doctor, she's the beast, two entities sharing the same body. I I realized that I literally have written in my notes, wow, I can't believe I just picked up on that. Oh, man. I think I wasn't looking for it because they've already done a. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing back in, like, season two of Buffy. 
Um, so I like wasn't looking for it. Maybe I don't know, but I I just picked up on it yesterday, and I was like, "Wow, I'm a little bit embarrassed in myself." <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah. So over at the junkyard uh, with all the crazy people, we see Glory and Dawn arrive. All the crazy people kneel and start chanting the key. They bring Dawn into a building structure. Dawn is upset and Glory asks her what's wrong. Dawn says she wants to go home and Glory says she's about to go back to her real home. Uh, through their conversation, Glory determines that she's starting to have feelings and is blaming Dawn for it. <laughs> okay. Um, at Anya and Xander's apartment, Willow leaves Anya in charge of watching Tarot while uh, she does a spell to get into Buffy's head. Inside Buffy's head, Willow is confronted by a little five- or six-year-old Buffy. Throughout most of the episode, uh, Willow is following Buffy around as she's jumping from memory to memory. She's reliving the day that her parents brought Dawn home from the hospital, uh, a day closer to present day where Buffy keeps putting a book away on a bookshelf over and over, and also reliving some of her time out in the desert with the, um, with the guide quest thing from a few episodes ago, where the guide told her that death is her gift. Uh, Willow finally catches up to Buffy in a weird non-memory where Joyce's grave is in her bedroom and then Buffy goes over to Dawn's room and starts smothering Dawn with a pillow. Uh, Buffy keeps telling Willow that death is her gift. It's it's all she's there for. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's this is one of those episodes kind of like um, Restless where it's a little bit hard to explain things as they're just like jumping around all over the place. Um, so I did my best here. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good. I think people under well, I think the premise of the show people watch the show and then want to listen to people talk about it. So I think yeah, I think we're good. Uh, back at Glory's apartment, Spike breaks in uh, to find the place empty um, of Glory and her minions. He finds Ben's very plain and depressing bedroom hidden in Glory's apartment. <laughs> um, at the hospital, Xander picks Giles up. Uh, he's been cleared to leave. On their way out, Xander reveals that Glory's victims from the mental ward are all missing. Spike catches up with them and tells them that Glory's apartment is empty, and he thinks he knows a demon who might know something, so Spike and Xander head out to go see the demon. Back with Glory, we find that out the dividing wall between Ben and Glory's yeah, minds are starting to break down. Glory is remembering stuff that Ben did, people he spoke to. Dawn admits that um, she remembers Ben turning into Glory. So Glory turns back into Ben and starts panicking as he's remembering all the horrible things that Glory has done. Uh, Don begs Ben for help, so he punches out the head priest and starts to um, starts to break Don out of the building that she was locked in. <clears throat> uh, Spike and Xander arrive at the demon's house that Spike brought Don to when she wanted to try to bring her mom back to life. When they arrive, Xander finally grasps the whole Ben is Glory thing. So we can see more evidence of the magics protecting Glory breaking down. Uh, uh, Spike asks the demon about Glory, who actually knows her full name is Glorificus. Uh, he advises them to stay out of the way, and when they say that they can't, he starts trying to send them on a wild goose chase to China. Um, Spike somehow realizes that the demon is standing in front of the thing, the thing they need, and calls the demon out on it, and the demon attacks Spike and Xander. Xander gets the upper hand on the demon and runs him through with a sword. Spike grabs the box the demon was trying to protect, which they grab and leave with. Uh, as they close the door, the demon wakes up, clearly not dead. Resilient. 
<coughs> yeah, let's go with that. I don't think we ever find out what was in the box. It might have been like a misdirection thing. Mm. I'm starting to hit that that point where I've talked for too long. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um, back with Don and Ben, they're trying to sneak through downtown, um, but think they're being followed. They sneak behind a building where Don where um. And when Ben isn't looking, Don hits him over the head with a pile of chains, trying to knock him out. Don says that she's sorry and tries to take off, but turns out that knocking Ben out allowed Glory to come back. Um, excuse me. We see Ben and Glory have a Jekyll and Hyde fight, uh, having an argument with each other as they switch back and forth regarding who is in control. Uh, Glory eventually convinces Ben that if he gives up Don, Glory will make him immortal. Ben delivers Glory or er, delivers Dawn back to Glory's minions, saying that he doesn't have a choice. It's Dawn's life or his life. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh catching up with Buffy and Willow. Willow continues to follow Buffy through the memories again. Willow tries to stop Buffy before she smothers Dawn again, but Buffy keeps telling Willow um that she did this. Willow tries to explain to her that uh it's not a real memory. It's something that's in her imagination. Uh, Willow follows Buffy back into the memory of her putting a book back on the shelf, the magic box over and over. Uh, Buffy, from the fake memory, explains to Willow that the moment of her putting the book away on the shelf is the moment that she gave up, just a little. Uh, apparently, it was a moment that Buffy determined that she can't beat Glory, that Glory would beat her, and she wanted it to be over. She said that it was too much for her. Uh, if she gave up, Dawn would die, people would grieve and feel sorry for Buffy, but it would at least be over. She thinks that her thinking it made it happen, and that some part of her wanted it to happen. When Glory grabbed Dawn, uh, she thinks that she could have done more, and in that moment, she killed her sister. Willow tells Buffy that what she's feeling is guilt, and just because she wanted it to be over for one second doesn't mean she killed her sister, who, by the way, isn't dead yet. Um... <laughs> But will be if she stays locked in her own head. Willow turns to leave and Buffy asks her where she's going. Willow says that she's going where Buffy is needed and asks if she's coming. Buffy finally wakes up uh, back in the real world and breaks down in tears. But Willow is right there to comfort her. Um, Buffy, Willow, and Tara head back to the magic box. Giles, Spike, and Xander have found the ritual. Um, oh, maybe that's what was in the box. Right. Maybe. Um uh, and it's possible for Glory to be stopped. Glory plans to open a dimensional portal by the ritual of bloodletting using Dawn's blood. Once Dawn's blood is shed at a certain place in time, the fabric that separates all realities will be ripped apart. Dimensions will pour into each other and collide. Uh, reality will be destroyed and chaos will reign on Earth. <laughs> so, you know, Funny. all great things. Yeah, good. Good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The portal will only close once the blood is stopped, and the only way to do that is to kill Dawn. End of episode. <sighs> What'd you give this one? Uh, I'm gonna give this one a seven. I did as well. It's very, not fillery, but a setup. You know, it's set up to this amazing finale that yeah. we have. So. Good. Definitely. It's, Good, it's, definitely. Yeah, I I could have done with a little less uh, Buffy stuck in her head thing because that was just like I don't know, it didn't really lead anywhere. Right. But yeah, 
Oh yeah. Oh goodness. One episode left in the season. One more. Anything you'd like to add before we get on out of here? Uh, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, you can. I'm at Julian underscore Swan. Uh, it may take three to ten business months for me to get back to your message because I don't check Twitter pretty much ever. Right. Um, but you can also uh, reply in the comments on YouTube. And I mean, at least from the from the one interaction that I've had with somebody on there, my response times are a little better. So, you know, yeah. there's that. Definitely. <laughs> oh, man. So you can find me on Twitter at the fake BMR. That's B-M-A-R-R. I'm also on Instagram at Super Marlboro. Also two R's. The channel is on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. Of course, the main channel, youtube.com slash Wicked Everything. Remember to tell your friends and your enemies about the Sunnydale Review, and we will see you in the next one. The Sunnydale Review is a Wicked Good Everything production. Fan art of Buffy was created by Fishbone Art. The logo was created by Tamar Kutab. The original intro and outro song was created by Alex Carl.